Welcome to the Social Impactors Podcast. This podcast is all about impact. We work to highlight impactful individuals making positive social change in their communities. From coaches, authors, entrepreneurs, influencers, we tap into the minds of some of the most impactful people around the world to find out how they have built a life of creating impact. Now listen in and be ready to go on a journey of enlightenment, motivation, and awe. Social impact everywhere. Okay, so hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Social Impactors Podcast, a podcast where we highlight people making positive social impact in their communities. And today we have Bobby Umar, and uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, and I'd love for you just to do a little introduction of who you are, what you do, and why you believe you're a social impactor. Wow. Well, uh, hi, everybody. My name, is, my name is Bobby Umar. I'm a professional speaker uh, uh, with expertise in leadership, uh, personal branding, social media, and uh, authentic connection and networking. And, uh, you know, I also run DYPB Discovery Personal Brand. It's a, uh, it's a startup that's dedicated to helping people feel lost, stuck, unfulfilled on their career path to find more clarity and focus and meaning and alignment. And if you want to become, go from good to great, that's what DYPB is all about. I also do a bit of coaching and I run some programs on networking and uh, how to speaker masterminds and how to get people to speak more and connect more and create more impact with their lives. So that's what I do. In terms of why I feel this social impact, a lot of the work that I do is about authenticity and alignment and fulfillment and happiness. So that's one piece. The second thing is, you know, I'm a big believer in diversity and inclusion and equality and fairness. And so in my work as a social media influencer with half a million followers, I definitely do a lot of that. Talking to people on LinkedIn, Facebook, particularly in Twitter, to be more open, listen to each other, to leverage empathy, to quit the name calling. And I also am a big believer in going after, uh, not going after, but, you know, calling out people with, with bullying, troll-like behavior to try to, you know, find a way to create more listening and understanding with one another. So for me, that's, and whether I get one person or 10 people, you know, for me, there's social impact uh, with, you know, trying to connect, build bridges. But the second piece is more about the, uh, you know, it's about the, the impact that people have by having more fulfillment in their lives. Hmm. That's amazing. And, and, I'm just curious from your perspective then, LinkedIn, you know, for me is an incredible platform because I find that it has a lot less, you know, bullying and it's a lot more professional. But from Twitter, what I find is Twitter can be a very, very open dialogue uh, medium just because there isn't a lot of, um, and I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but it's a lot more open to, you know, public policy and talking about things that might not necessarily be on other platforms. What's your, uh, what's your take on that? Why Twitter specifically for you? Well, they're different. I mean, you know, LinkedIn, you can talk, there's trolls there, but you can talk about things that are professional related, right? On Twitter and Facebook, you can talk about anything. Now, the difference is on Facebook, they're typically the people you know. So you, you have discussions, but it may not be as open because some friends don't want to offend one another or share their beliefs. On Twitter, anyone who, anyone follows you and you can engage anybody. And that, but that also invites more troll-like behavior. So, um, you know, I, you're right, Twitter has more open-ended conversations, but they're also, it's limited by the characters, whereas on Facebook, I have the deepest kind of conversation diving into something, which is it's quite focused. So they all have their pros and cons in terms of uh, engagement, but uh, I like them all for different reasons. Mm, no, I like that, that's awesome. Uh, so the first question then, do you, uh, in everything that you do, do you believe that social impact is, a, is an important part of, of business? Yeah, um, absolutely. In fact, 
it reminds me of the whole idea of well, you know, I'm not political, <laughs> right? Or or I don't I don't I don't like to watch all this political stuff. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you care about your health? Do you care about children? Do you care about old people? Do you care about your life? Do you care about the economy? Do you care about the vulnerable? Do you care about uh, businesses? Do you care about all these things? Uh, and the truth is, we all care about these things. And so, therefore, we are all political to a certain extent, or we should be. And so, the, the idea that to deny or d dismiss the idea, well, I'm not political. Well, no, we are, because you do care about those things, whether it's your health, your taxes, or whatever it might be. So, uh, if you're a professional, if you're in business, uh, you know, these are things and issues that affect our daily lives, whether it's bad roads or whether it's, you know, bad teachers or, or bad corporate leaders, you know, we need to be more mindful of that. And I think businesses also should be mindful of the impact because ultimately at the end of the day, we're trying to connect with people and, you know, whether they're clients, partners, customers, and all these people care about such things. So therefore, I think it's inherent on us to be more social. <laughs> and it's it's funny that you say that because I've noticed that, uh, you know, going through a municipal election and going through everything here that I've seen that there's a big disconnect for uh, maybe youth, right? Any, anyone under about 24 where they're, you know, the, I don't want to be involved with politics. I don't want to be, be involved with political decision making. But these are the people that when, will then become the decision makers of our country, right? And it's become such a, 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 an area or a, an arena of, you know, um, just disparity and political assassination and like these things and and it, it draws people away from it right instead of going into it and I find that's a problem because you're right everyone has a political motivation whether it's you know personal or or objective but that we need to be involved with this because these are the decisions that run a country or run a municipality or a province right these are our big decisions yeah and the challenge is that you know where the reason why people are so turned off is because they look at the people in leadership and see what they're doing and it's very discouraging. It's very discouraging. And so that's one part. The second piece is, you know, a lot of young people uh, and even older people, but young people don't realize how much value they have, and how much power they have if they really choose to mobilize. You see it now in the March for Our Lives campaign down south, like that's that's quite a powerful movement. And, you know, there have been, there have been movements by young people, for example, you know, student tuition fees, you know, they've been in protests on that. And, you know, there is stuff that, you know, young people can do. And if you look at the percentages and how, how few people vote, yeah, I mean, if, if you could, if any any group, whether it's seniors or students or women or whatever, or uh, uh, ethnic minorities, increase their voter by twenty percent, they would make a huge impact. Huge. And even uh, I think it was in the states, and I'm not going to remember what it was. It might have been a Senate position or uh, the equivalent of like an MP. But there was a, a lady, and she was running in her riding in the states, and she was running against a five term person. You know, had a lot of money behind his campaign. Yeah, New York City. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Right, yeah. and she won on a grassroots initiative because she ran on the right policies, and that shows that when you when you when you bring the right reasons and the right people together, that vote was was people that initially wouldn't vote, right? Yeah, no, that was fascinating, and you know, and you know, she just said stuff that made sense without mm -hmm. you know uh, getting people fearful of the fact that oh, she's a social democrat or whatever that is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but just by talking about things like you know, do you believe in this? Do you believe that the hungry should be fed? Do you believe that poor should? You know, have chances to you know uh, work hard and get back into the game, and you know she said in a very great way that got people's attention. Mm -hmm. No, I I, just, I love that. That that made me really happy. Yeah. Uh, and so back to the questions then. Um, I, I skipped this one, so I'll go back to it. But how are you making in your communities with your keynote speaking and and the consulting you do? How are you making a positive impact? Well, I mean. I'm someone who, I tell my story almost every time I do. So, you know, uh, 
I, I was someone who was a lost leader. I felt lost in my job. I felt stuck in my career. I felt unfulfilled in my work, my relationships. And so I decided after four different careers and 10, 15 years to stop doing that, to try to find more fulfillment, meaning and impact and purpose. And so uh, by sharing my story and now when I talk about you know the stuff that I'm doing, I'm trying to help people not feel that way. I'm trying to help them, you know, transition from whatever they're upset about or unfulfilled in and try to find more fulfillment, joy and happiness. Because ultimately, ultimately that's what we want. Uh, and so many people resonate with my message. And at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm working on a lot of events like the Toronto LinkedIn meetups and the DYPV Discovery Personal Brand events uh, out of my own time too, really, for the most part. I mean, it's a startup too, the DYPV thing, but you know, I put my time into it uh, and I don't really get paid for them and I'm doing it because I want to impact people. And so for me, that's where, you know, I'm giving back and trying to help people, giving them an avenue to find more purpose and find more fulfillment. And if I can affect even dozen, but I think I've done more than that. But if <laughs> yeah, every, every dozen counts, but you know, my, my goal is to try to hit a million. Hmm. Wow, and uh, and I mean, it's through those those social media channels you can make a lot of that impact. But it even is so much as you know, even uh, the TEDx speech, speeches you have done, right? That story can resonate with with so many different people on different variables and different levels too. And I find that's what's nice about a message is it's not very, it's not so much exactly how you say it, it's how what it, how it resonates with that person, right? Well, yeah, and I think that a lot of people don't take the time to uh, a start sharing messages, but b you know having a branded, focused talk uh, or you know message for the world. You know, someone asked me years ago before I went on Twitter because I was like, oh, Twitter is just for celebrities and you know athletes and politicians. And someone said, do you have a message for the world? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and because of that, she's like, you need to get on Twitter. And so I did, and that's where you know I, I, again my message for the world is everywhere now, but. Instagram, Facebook, whatever. But, uh, you know, I started really thinking about that. And so, yeah, I think we should all uh, be doing this. And I'm also creating platforms for other people to do that. Like I, you know, run programs for people to do more video and I run programs for people to become public speakers. So for me, I want to get people out there to deliver their thought leadership everywhere. Hmm. That's, a, that's amazing. Um, so then the last question then for, you know, for anyone watching or anyone that's in your network, what's your advice for them? If you could encapsulate it maybe in like one idea. For, to get started in making social impact in their communities? Hmm. Well, uh, again, I always bring everything back to personal branding, right? Mm -hmm. So what is your ultimate story, brand, and legacy going to be? You think about yourself, you know, you think of when you're 75, 80 years old, what do you want them to think about? Oh, I raised $500 million for company X, or uh, I raised a million dollars for this charity, or I, you know, helped these 2,000 people, you know, uh, do something really, really great. So you have to think about that impact and people don't take the time to think about long-term what they want to do with their life and then kind of, you know, reverse engineer, go backwards. Because, you know, the moment for you to do that is now and you can make change and impact no matter how old you are, no matter how big or small you are or where you're from. It's just a question of coming up with a strong vision, understanding your values, your principles, what you want to do, and then coming up with a, you know, and my brand, my brand aligns with everything you do. So if you take the time to invest in who you are and what you're all about and develop yourself as a thought leader in whatever field it is, whether you're a shoemaker, astrologer, holistic healer, you know, a uh, politician, you can actually make that impact. So understand that personal branding is a way for you to create that fulfillment, create that differentiation, create that impact, and think about that long-term story and legacy that you want.
And I've noticed that uh, that personal branding is in everything. Everything that you do, you know, the macro skill you have, someone like Elon Musk, right? He, he sure. personally branded himself, you know, Tesla. He might have raised, you know, $60, $600 million, but uh, he's remembered by the brand of what he did and what the impact he made. And then on the more local level, you have the mayor of Barrie, right? Mayor of Barrie has a 97% voter likeness, right? He's made a personal brand of himself. So every level of where you go, there's personal branding. Well, the truth is reputation is goes with everything. So whether you try a product or you work with a person, they have a reputation. You know the people who are late all the time. You know the people that are great all the time. You know the people who are dependable. So, you know, your personal brand is your reputation. It's what they say about you when you're not in the room. So if you understand that and stop treating it like, well, I'm not a bar of soap, you'll understand the importance of creating and being the the, person, the best person that you want to be uh, and building that for yourself. <laughs> That really has me thinking. <laughs> honestly, it does. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, so honestly, Bobby, that's all the questions I have for now then. But I wanted to just really thank you for being on the show because uh, uh, that's, uh, I think, the first time that I've talked about personal branding on the show. And I think that's, you know, such an important piece because you're right. It's everything. It's who you are. It's what people say when uh, when you're not in the room, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I'm glad uh, that we uh, had this chance to talk about it. And if I'm able to convince a few people to start thinking about that and you know, not, and, and, you know, forging a path of success that's defined by them versus, you know, because most of us, you know, follow a path defined by other people, by our parents, by society, by our corporations, and just kind of do what we think we're supposed to do. But if you take time to understand it, you know, you'll actually create more happiness. Who, who doesn't want to be more happy, right? Yeah. So that's why I think it's, uh, and create more impact. That, that's the name of the game. And uh, I hope that people will take this message and run with it. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, Bobby, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you very much.